Okay, um, welcome to another edition of Culture Class Podcast, the podcast where we get to interact with people from different backgrounds and get to learn about other cultures from around the world. My name is Nosa Yari, and today I have no guests. I'm actually recording this at 4.31 a.m. in the morning. Um, I have a couple of interviews um, stashed, uh, which I'll be publishing in the coming weeks. I think I have one with uh, Matush, another one with Karima, another one with Mohammed. Uh, you get to know all these people in the coming weeks. But I decided to publish this solo episode instead, like I do from time to time, because we're celebrating a uh, 100 episodes. Well, it's been a long journey, um, you know, recording the podcast. Um, I started the podcast in December. My first episode, I started the podcast like a, a month and a half before that, but my first episode was published December 1st, 2018. So it's been two years of the podcast now and we've clocked a hundred episodes. And, you know, if you're a regular listener, um, maybe in episodes here and there, I've dropped information about, you know, the podcast, about myself, about my background, you know, different things like that. But I decided to do like a cohesive um, episode about the podcast and just, you know, different facts about the podcast. Some of this is really, you know, nerdy. Um, so, but some of this might be entertaining as well. So it depends on what information you really want. Uh, to know, but yeah, I have a list here about just different random facts about the podcast, just to try to give listeners a sense of how far we've come uh, over the past two years, and just to inform people about, you know, certain things they might be curious about or things they don't even know that they're curious about. So I'll just go ahead and list them out, and uh, yeah, let me know. And uh, if you have a specific question you wanted to ask about the podcast, you can just go on the website. It's uh, cultureclasspodcast.com. There's a voice note feature on the website. So right there on the home page, you just see a microphone. You can just click that on your phone and record a voice note. And, you know, I, I can get that and I can put that in the episode and answer your question. Or you can send an email, you know, cultureclasspodcast at gmail.com, whichever you prefer. Uh, the voice note feature on the website might be easier, but yeah, let me know. So first fact, let's let's do this one step at a time. First fact, uh, my first recording location. So I actually started the podcast when I was a grad student in American University in Washington, D.C., um, so I came to the U.S. to pursue an MBA degree, and I went to American University, which is a a small college in northern D.C., uh, in the nation's capital in America. And, uh, yeah, that's where I started recording the podcast. Uh started the podcast in 2018, uh, and I actually went for an MBA, so I was in the School of Business, but I started recording the podcast in the School of Communication. So that was my first recording location. Uh, first published episode, like I said, December 1st, 2018. Did I start with a co-host? Yes, I did start with a co-host. So, um, Tongwa and I, uh, my former co-host, uh, her name 
is Tongwa Akanji Aka. Um, our first, I want to say 12 episodes, 11 or 12 episodes. My first 11 or 12 episodes were done with the co-host. She's doing great things now with her YouTube channel, Talk with Akanji, and her Instagram page. Uh, you guys should check that out. But yes, I did start the podcast with a co-host. What episodes have surprised me so far? I mean, a couple, you know, you always, you know, when you get to interact with as many people as I have, you tend to be in for one or two surprises here and there. But um, if I were to cherry pick, I'd say probably episode 82. Um, episode 82, which was uh, Tales from Molossia, uh episode with President Kevin Ball. That was my introduction to the whole micronation community and that was my first presidential interview so that was pretty interesting uh, episode 58 as well was pretty interesting so anarchist with paul Dwayne. paul Dwayne is a very interesting um individual and you know we just talked about you know living life on your own term he's, he's a very interesting fellow that lives out there in salt lake city so yeah, check it out uh, if you want to. Uh, episode eighty-two and episode fifty-eight—they were really surprising to me uh, personally. But you know, listeners might have their own surprising episodes. Who is my most loyal listener? <laughs> well, it, it, it's hard to you know judge this from my perspective. You know, every listener is you know pretty much important. Um, but how? I kind of like judge one of my most loyal listeners is through engagement, right? So I know there are tons of people, you know, there's a particular person who's always, I haven't seen him or her, I don't know what gender they are, but I haven't seen them on my stat for a while. But there was a particular person in Ireland, in Dublin, Dublin, Ireland, who always downloaded my podcast the second I released it. Probably that person like subscribed to it and, you know, immediately dropped. He had it automatically downloaded to his phone or her phone. Um, so I, I, I just know that I have someone in, in Dublin, Ireland that, you know, frequently downloads my podcast, but I don't know who that person is. But if I were to say my most loyal listener, I would say is a young man called Chukuma Chris uh, Nkota. Um, I think his, his uh, social media handles is Mr. Chukumas. Uh, and he's a Nigerian in Tor- Toronto, Canada. And he's always like engaging with me on like social media, you know, posting stuff about the episode, commenting on SoundCloud, you know. Uh, liking on Instagram, you know, reposting on SoundCloud, uh, posting on Instagram stories, that kind of stuff. And I, I appreciate, you know, all he's been doing and, you know, um, the, the love and the attention so far over the past two years. So I'll say, you know, from my perspective, just based off engagement, I'll say he's my, you know, one of my loyal listeners. Theme music. Who produced my theme music? <laughs> my theme music. That's a very interesting story. So, um, a Nigerian producer, and you know, there might be a lot of Nigerian references <laughs> in this particular episode because I'm Nigerian. So, uh, a lot of things I need, I tend to lean on the Nigerian community first, even though this is a globally cultural podcast. Um, but you know, old habits, I guess. But yeah, there's a Nigerian producer called Make Sense. Uh, so I think his, his handle is Make Sense Producer on Instagram if you want to check him out. 
um, I reached out to him to kind of like help me, uh, a friend connected us so he could help me produce the theme music. And the theme music, a lot of people didn't really like it because it, you know, it's a cultural podcast. So I didn't want like a, I wanted like a cultural themed music, you know, so something that can um, connote culture in some form. Um, and it's not just, you know, leaning towards one culture, but hopefully can be as universal as possible. So yeah, Make Sense did that for me and he did it for free, um, which I really appreciate because at the time when he did that, I think I was just like in episode nine or 10. I didn't really have any money. I was still a student. So really appreciate you, Make Sense. He did the theme music and I've gone ahead to commission one or two other projects for him, which I paid him for, uh, but he, he gave uh, the theme music to me for free. So that's pretty cool. Thanks, man. Let me see, what was the first episode that crossed 100 listens? So this is really interesting because I remember most of my earlier episodes, like my first, our first six or seven episodes used to get like single digit listens. So there'll be like four listens, five listens, eight listens. I remember the very first time I got like 12 or 13 listens. I was so excited. That wasn't like single digit anymore, you know, um, I record like niche content, like, you know, talking about culture and stuff. Um, I don't really talk about like pop culture, what's going on in like music, movies, fashion. So it's not a really, um, popular category, you know, if I can say so myself, but you know, I, I try my best. But the first episode that crossed a hundred was uh, episode 11, actually. Um, straight out of Saudi. Uh, I interviewed someone from Saudi Arabia and actually got quite a number of downloads from Saudi Arabia. And, uh, you know, that was the first episode that crossed a hundred. And, uh, right now I think we're doing like, um, a thousand a week, something like that on the average. So, so far so good across all platforms. Um, who's my favorite guests? Man, that's hard, man. <laughs> I'll probably have to look at the hundred episodes to really to really uh think about who my favorite guest was but uh popular guest i'd say popular guest immigration lawyer jim hacking was a pretty popular guest i think that was episode 52 of course episode 77 with daryl davis uh who's a, a black man who befriended members of the kkk i always come back to that episode every other week because people always reach out to me. People discover the podcast. Most times discover the podcast through that episode. So that was a pretty interesting episode as well. So I guess interesting guests, you know, just talking to Daryl, Daryl Davis and, you know, his interactions with members of the KKK, episode 77. That was uh, uh, one of our fan favorites. And uh, episode 52 as well, uh, immigration lawyer Jim Hacken uh, was pretty interesting as well. Uh, let me see another question. Most covered country, most covered country. That that should be easy. India, <laughs> India. I think I've interviewed like five or six different people, or I've done five or six different episodes from India. You know, from the Arya Samaj episode, which is like a a re religion or not a religion, like a movement in, that started in India, to talking about the Citizenship Amendment Act in India, to interviewing my old roommate who's both Indian and Pakistani. Um, you know, I've talked to a bunch of people from India, so I think I have like 
you know, about six episodes from India. First sponsor, uh, first sponsor of the podcast is Manscaped. Appreciate them for sponsoring the podcast. They are not currently sponsoring the podcast right now, but appreciate them for giving me an opportunity. And like I said, most of these questions are pretty nerdy. Um, I guess, you know, I don't know how interested people are finding out the nitty gritty of the podcast, but hey, you know, maybe you'll find one or two things interesting. If you want, if you have questions about me in particular, maybe you don't want to know about the podcast, you want to know about me, my background, my journey, and you have specific questions, um, feel free to send me an email, cultureclasspodcast at gmail.com, or go to our website and drop a voice note. Uh, if you don't want to type like a whole long email, just go to our website on the homepage, there's a microphone there, just click on it, record a voice note, I'll listen to your question, and I'll answer it on the podcast. Am I on social media? Of course I'm on social media. I'm on um, tons of, you know, everything you can think of. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on, you know, a couple of little known platforms as well. So I'm on something called Swell. And when I say I, I mean the podcast now. I'm on something called Swell, which is like an audio-only social media. I'm on Minds, minds Minds.com, which is kind of like a secure social media that's not supposed to sell your information. I'm on Pinterest. Pinterest is a really popular, would I call Pinterest social media? I guess so. Pretty popular platform in the U.S., not as popular internationally. I'm thinking of opening an OnlyFans as well, so we'll see how that goes. And I probably should get on LinkedIn. I don't know why I'm not on LinkedIn. Uh right now but you know we'll see how that goes uh let me see uh what other question do we have here who do you look up to oh a couple of people actually um as far as podcasting goes um i really look up to an individual called chris morrow chris morrow is one of the founders of the loudspeakers network which is a podcast network in new york he started that with a gentleman, uh, Reggie Osei, who's late now, RIP Combat Jack. Uh, I look up to him just because Chris is a person who manages a lot of like hip-hop podcasts and he deals with a lot of personalities. And I think the Loudspeakers Network has like 40-plus podcasts under their belt last time I checked. And, you know, it's home to like Lip Service with Angela Yee, Brilliant Idiots with uh, Charlemagne the God and Andrew Schultz, uh, DJ Envy's um, and his wife's podcast, you know, The Read with Crystal, um, you know, a whole bunch of podcasts. And, you know, I, I just admire his, you know, management skills, being able to, you know, keep everyone you know together that kind of thing so production wise uh, i admire chris morrow um host wise of course the goat uh, joe rogan he's been doing this for a long time um and there's a nigerian podcast uh, as far as team goes uh loose talk podcast uh used to be hosted by uh a young three young men and eventually two ladies joined them uh, Osag, Steve Dede, AOT2, um, Jess Jess Finesse joined them later, and Moni Osibodu also. So that used to be a very cool podcast, uh, and I, I just appreciated the team, you know, having like a, an ensemble cast for a podcast. That was pretty dope. I looked up to them as well, and 
they actually influenced me publishing on Mondays, fun fact. So the reason why Culture Class publishes on Mondays, well, not the only reason, but one of the main reasons why Culture Class publishes on Mondays is because Loose Talk, which is a podcast I used to listen to, published on Mondays. So when I, I was thinking of a date, I was like, you know, why not Mondays? Loose Talk publishes on Mondays. That was one reason. But the second reason also because I was in grad school, you know, being in grad school and also working and doing other stuff. I was really, really busy during the week. So most times my co-host and I would try to record on Thursday or Friday, you know, sometime towards the end of the week and then try to take like the weekend to like edit or schedule the post or whatever so you can publish Monday morning. So uh, another podcast I look up to is Techish, which is a technology and business podcast and pop culture podcast out of the UK. Hosted by Abadesi and Michael and produced by Ryan. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a podcast I really enjoy. It's really short, like 20 minutes to sing and they, you know, the way they blend tech, technology with pop culture is pretty awesome. So I look up to them as well. Next question. What kind of equipment do you use? Um, I use a pretty cheap microphone. Hopefully you guys can't tell. Uh, and I use something currently, I use something called the Zoom PodTrack P4, um, which is kind of like a device that I connect the microphone to. And if you go on my Instagram page, I think I posted that there. Um, I've been using this for like a month or two months now. Prior to using the Zoom PodTrack P4, I used the Zoom H4N, which is kind of like a similar It's made by the same company, Zoom, but it's kind of like a, an older model of what I'm using right now so yeah uh, as far as equipment goes if you're thinking of starting a podcast you know there are tons of youtube pages that advise you on you know what equipment to start you know based on you know how affordable and quality and all that stuff so you can, you can just uh, google like equipment and stuff who have i tried to get as a guest on the podcast. <laughs> so this might make a lot of people laugh. And I'm serious when I say this, but I've actually tried to get quite a number of people. So I'm pretty fearless when it comes to like trying to get guests. Um, I mean, this is not a podcast where, you know, I have a co, I mean, I did start out with a co-host, but eventually, you know, it was just me. This is a podcast that relies on guests every single week. If I don't have a guest, I can't put out an episode. This is not just like a YouTube channel uh, that does, you know, that focuses on the makeup industry. And, you know, there's a young lady or young guy out there making themselves up. It's just them in your room. I need someone else to bounce stuff off of, to, you know, ask questions. So um, I'm pretty fearless in, in going for guests because um, publishing consistently with different guests for pretty much a hundred weeks, like a hundred episodes now, um, can be, has been pretty <laughs> interesting. Um, and maybe it's the Nigerian in me that makes me just go after these people. And, you know, I can be relentless, uh, you know, in doing that. But coming back to the question, uh, what guests that have, what people have tried to get as guests, but haven't come on yet. Um, so I've actually tried to get the rock, uh, believe it or not, uh, Dwayne Johnson, the popular actor, um, you know, he has Hawaiian roots and, you know, there, there's this whole, um, conversation on, or, uh, or about if he's white or if he's black, even though his dad was black, you know, 
So just talking about, you know, I wanted to get him as a guest to talk about like his Hawaiian roots. He usually showcases his culture in a lot of stuff he does artistically. So that would have been pretty interesting. Um, I reached out to him, but, you know, several times actually, but, you know, maybe <laughs> my stuff got lost in the weeds. I probably should have reached out to his agents instead of reaching out to him directly. Uh, second person, believe it or not, actually get to try to get Melania Trump on the podcast, um, which is the current U.S. First Lady. Now, for her, I actually did reach out to her media team and say, hey, you know, my name is Nosa. I record a podcast. I'd love to get Melania on for like 10 minutes. And uh, <laughs> I know some of my listeners might be laughing right now. But like I said, hey, you know, there are a lot of things I don't think about. If I want to do it, I just go ahead and do it. Um, I have a lot of guts, uh, and, you know, like I said, being Nigerian, um, I thought it would just be interesting, you know, talking to her about, you know, her, you know, roots from, um, Slovenia and things like that, you know, and how it's like being first lady, but obviously <laughs> the Trump administration has its own special relationship with the media. And I don't know if she would have been interested, you know, doing like a, a very small podcast about like hey you know it doesn't hurt if you try you know you never know and who knows maybe she her media team might respond respond or maybe they looked at it and like nope we ain't doing that who knows but yeah um this question is this uh what was the first iteration of the podcast so the first iteration of the podcast like i said i had a co-host tongwa uh, for the first few episodes and uh it was actually like the African immigrant experience. So we're both Africans, uh we are both Africans. I'm Nigerian, she's Cameroonian, and we were just talking about like the African immigrant experience in America. So we talked about, you know, more or less diaspora life, you know, that kind of thing and you know how you know, our culture is influencing our new life in the U.S. and talking about things back home. That obviously pivoted, you know, from African culture to like now, which is global culture. And that started with episode 11, me talking to Gada from Saudi Arabia. But yeah, that was the first iteration of the podcast. And I actually had some names before we settled on the name Culture Class, you know, where I... There are a couple of things I, w I was thinking of naming the podcast. I wanted to name it like Culture Shock Podcast at one point. I wanted to name it the Returnee Podcast, you know, kind of like African immigrants living in the U.S. who eventually would return back to Africa. So different stuff like that. But, you know, so far so good. Let me see. Who designed your new logo? I did, actually. Um, I designed most of the cover art. Um, like 90% of the cover art and the designs for the podcast. I do that myself on a design platform called Canva, uh, which is free. So you guys can uh, go out there and uh, check Canva out. But yeah, I do most of the designs and I, I did my new logo. And I did the old logo as well, which sucked. <laughs> the old logo was there for like almost 60 episodes. The new logo has been there for the past 30 something or 40 episodes now. So so far, so good. What platform was the podcast first published? So I published on SoundCloud, I think. Yeah, SoundCloud. Uh, Tongwa and I at the time signed up to this thing called Spreaker. 
which is like a podcast publishing platform. And this was like 2018 when we started, um, you know, um, most of the popular stuff was just like Lipsyn and the other things. Um, so yeah, we, we published on Spreaker and SoundCloud. That was like our first, uh, platforms to publish the podcast. Uh, eventually, uh, after like 10 episodes, we eventually got on Apple Podcasts. We had to apply. So the funny thing about Culture Class Podcast, we had, I had to apply like individually to every single platform I'm on. So I had to like apply for my podcast to be on Apple, on Spotify, on, you know, for like, almost all the platforms i'm on but nowadays you know if you if you sign up to like platforms like Buzzsprout or anchor you know you can just self-publish to multiple platforms that kind of thing so i guess we took the long route but you know we i know better now if i'm making another podcast next question when did you first think about starting your podcast in 2017 i thought about it for a year i kind of dragged my feet Honestly, I should have started in 2017 because all the mistakes I thought I wouldn't make by doing all the research, I ended up making them anyway. So it would have just been better to start it earlier enough because I would have made all the mistakes sooner. And maybe by now I've been talking about my, talking about my 150th episodes on my 100th, you know? So it just goes to show that, hey, if you're thinking about doing anything, you know, sometimes it's not good to overthink things. Sure, you might have to do a little research here and there, but look, just jump off the ledge and build your parachute on the way down. That's the best way to go about things sometimes. So, yeah. Uh, next question. Why were most of the earlier episodes shorter? <laughs> well, like I said, most of the earlier episodes, Tongo and I were in grad school, so we didn't have a lot of time back then, so the episodes couldn't be as long. But also, we couldn't pay past um, our the package we paid for for Spreaker just gave us a certain number of megabytes per month and uh we put a cap of like 45 minutes on episodes so we usually used to broadcast for about 40 minutes something like that that's why they were shorter but now you know uh, i kind of have like a, a unlimited soundcloud plan or whatever and i don't use Spreaker to record anymore so my episodes can be as long as i want pretty much uh let me see next question uh what episode was vulnerable for you a bunch of episodes i mean but i guess one that comes to mind is like episode let me see what episode is that scroll scroll episode human episode 20 episode 20 was pretty interesting um because i was talking to this individual miss porter you know who um is going through you know a lot of challenges and she she really opened up i guess on that episode and even on the episode before it and that was pretty vulnerable and that episode actually taught me to be a better uh, a more sensitive interviewer actually because uh, prior to that time uh, it was difficult for me to convey certain you know sensitivity to my guests you know that kind of thing so i kind of learn to put myself in the shoes of the interviewer and see, to the interviewee and see them as you know like real people that kind of thing so yeah episode 20 was a pretty vulnerable episode and maybe you can sense it if you listen to it or maybe not uh, you guys let me know next question what have you done before the podcast it depends what aspect of my life are you asking about 
I mean, professionally, you know, I've worked in commercial banking and finance industry in general for like five or six years in different countries. But sticking to just media, I mean, I've always been in love with media. So when I was younger, I actually wanted to own like a publishing house like Condé Nast, you know, to have different, you know, magazines under under my publishing house, that kind of thing. So but as a teenager, I worked in uh, for a magazine called What's Up Magazine. Uh, I was an associate editor there when I was about 16 or 17. I was in northern Nigeria. Uh, eventually, I went on to college and you know helped my brother start a magazine called Play Mode Mag- Magazine, which was like a entertainment magazine. Uh, we did that for a few years as well. Eventually, starting Play Mode Music, which was like a music management company. We had one artist on there shot shot one video before we we stopped that project. And uh, my brother also launched something called People of Culture, which I was a co-founder of. Uh, it's like an event uh, where, you know, people from different African countries gather to celebrate, um, you know, their culture, their heritage, you know, good food and just, you know, unity, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple of things I've done, like in the media space leading up to Culture Class Podcast. And hopefully there are many more things I get to do in the future. Why yellow for the podcast? <laughs> Blame Wiz Khalifa for that one. I don't know. When it released, I think I had like the black and yellow. So when I was in Nigeria back then, um, internet wasn't really good. Uh, when when was black and yellow released? What was this, like 2008, 2007 or something like that? I don't know. But, you know, Wiz Khalifa had this song. You know what it is, black and yellow, black and yellow. And that was like one of the only music videos I had had on my computer. I had downloaded it, you know, and it was on my computer. And, you know, if I wanted to go to YouTube or anything, like it took a while to buffer and all that. So, like, that wasn't a, a really good viewing experience uh, when I was living in southern Nigeria uh, back in 2000 and whatever, mid-2000s or late-2000s. Um, but I had black and yellow already downloaded. So occasionally I always go and I love that song. You know what it is, black and yellow, black and yellow. So I don't know, maybe subconsciously I just, you know, to me like yellow always pops when it's against a black background. So I maybe, you know, due to that song, I just started designing a lot of things with black and yellow. That's why the podcast is black and yellow. That's why. Most of the cover art I design for weekly episodes, I usually start with like a yellow background or a black background or something. But yeah, it's uh, blame Wiz Khalifa for that one. Next question. Have I ever censored content? Yes, I have censored content before. So there are situations where um, there have been a few situations, maybe like three or four, where, you know, we recorded an episode and someone, you know, reached out to me and says, hey... You know, I really didn't mean to say this. This might cause harm to my family back home or in my community. If this is put in the podcast, it can create some problems. Can you please take this out? And I've been really accommodating, you know. Um, there was a, an interview that I think we talked about, like the Indian-Pakistani border or something like that. And that was pretty sensitive, so I took some stuff out. Another interview where we talked about Afghanistan, I took some stuff out there. 
also because it personally made me understand that hey you know this might cause problems there have been um you know cases where i actually send the audio file to someone that hey this is the audio file listen to it before i publish it if there's anything you're not comfortable with like let me know like if it has to do with life-threatening situations i understand and like take it out i know a lot of podcast interviewers say no you know what was said is said you know but hey this is not 60 minutes this is not cnn you know that's not the purpose yeah i'm not here to antagonize anyone or i'm here to build bridges not divide them so i'll not burn them so yes i have censored uh, a few things from previous episodes i've gone back to episodes i've already published and replaced the audio as well um but yeah like i said it really has to do with like life-threatening situations of course i've had like people who just have flimsy excuses and say hey you know when i was on your podcast i talked about my boyfriend but that was some weeks ago now me and my boyfriend are back together so can you take the whole episode down i was like nope (laughs) that's not life-threatening in any way i'm happy that you're back in a relationship but you know god bless you i don't think she's talking to me anymore right now but hey that wasn't a life-threatening situation but i have censored episodes um that i deemed you know will cause harm to people if they were published just based off the information let me see where's one awkward place i found a guest an awkward place i found a guest oh actually on the bus <laughs> on the on a metro bus in dc on in washington dc i was riding on the metro bus and this girl was talking with her friend and she was just you know being i was just drawn to her personality i was like wow she has a very cool personality i bet you make a lively podcast guest and you know i just talked to her about hey you know my name is nosa this is what i do you know, and she actually told me, oh, she's from actually not American. She's from, you know, this place. And she would love to come on my podcast. But we set something up and we had an in-person interview. So that was a total stranger on the bus. And she came, you know, for my podcast. So that was pretty interesting. And that's one good thing about the podcast. You know, it has really given me the opportunities to network as well. Um, but yeah. Um... Is there any question here? Let me see if there's only I take one last question. Yeah, what cities have I recorded in? Uh, I mean, I've recorded in Sydney, Australia, Denver, Washington, D.C., Vegas. Those are just one that come to the top of my mind. Let me see one very last question. Um... Well, I guess, I don't know. I think other questions are just pretty basic, some technical stuff here and there. But yeah, um, again, you know, um, it's been a, a long journey, a hundred episodes, two years of podcasting, um, while having a day job, by the way. So, you know, a lot of people that complain that, hey, you know, um, I don't have the best sound quality sometimes or, you know, whatever, like, think about this, like, I have a I have a day job. I work nine to five. I actually have two jobs to if I'm being totally honest. Like, but I have that. Um, I was in grad school for the bulk of you know recording the podcasts, and I have to get a brand new guest every single week. 
So it's not like I'm recording alone. So try to juggle all that. And I've still consistently put out podcast episodes every Monday for the last hundred weeks. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's been, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a long journey, but yeah, uh, let me just use this medium to like appreciate everyone that's been out there supporting me, uh, for the podcast, all the listeners. Uh, thank you so much. All the people who are, who have uh, given me advice over the years. Thank you so much to my editor, Nitro. Uh, thanks, uh, for all you've done. And, um, what's the future for the podcast? I guess that's the last question I can answer. The future for the podcast, you know, I said this on the last episode. I'm thinking of starting like a podcast network thing. I'm working on a, another scripted podcast right now. That'll probably be out in summer 2021. Uh, more on that later and i'm also working on a podcast soundtrack so we'll see how all those projects go all right guys uh send me additional questions and i'll try to answer them in future episodes but until then stay safe